Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, Working Class Bowhunter Podcast once again. Myself, Kurt Geyer, and Austin Chandler. We're doing the intros for the ATA episodes. So the ATA episodes are uh, usually a little bit shorter episodes like that. So, and we're probably going to use, we're going to rapid blast these. So if this is the first one in the batch you're listening to, or in the middle of the batch of ATA episode, ATA episodes, uh, you know, we're using the same intro for all of them because they're kind of quick in your face episodes and, uh, just, you know, certain products or stories or whatever it may be that we recorded on. But ATA was a good time this year. Uh, we had a ton of fun, get to see all our buddies, uh, Doug rode the bull at uh, PBR, had his make hunting great again moment. Uh, I mean, what else happened? There's a bunch of stuff going on. Some good meetings. We recorded a bunch of good podcasts. Um, yeah, I got to shake hands with some guys we'd never met before. Got to maintain a bunch of existing relationships and yeah. had a great time at ATA. Always look forward to that show. It, it is a good time, man. And I always think like, man, I don't know if we're going to do ATA this year. And then after we do it, I'm always glad. It's always fun. Always fun. Clint Casper came down. Our good buddy Todd Anderson came and hung out for a little bit. Um, we just had a good time, man. Yeah. Positive vibes. Literally, I couldn't name one negative thing that happened if I had to. Um, a lot of bums in Louisville. <laughs> that was the negative, <laughs> That's I guess. the negative. Yeah, it was cold. But we got to eat some Krispy Kremes and... Uh, Ate some good barbecue one night. There's always good food down there. Yeah, it, it was a good time all around. So if it's the same st- type of intro on all these ATA ones, we just figured that, you know, th- they're shorter episodes. We, you know, it, g- it gets the point across. Um, and real quick, we just want to thank our partners, and we want to thank you guys for listening to our ads and supporting what we do and supporting our partners because they support us. And if they support us for as wild as we are sometimes, uh, to me, I think that, that says they're pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, Elite Archery, Big Time, Scent Crusher, Old Barn Taxidermy, Camo Fire, Loophole Optics, HHA and HHA USA, Thermacy, Victory Arrows, Huntworth, Slick Trick, Spy Point Cams, um, 
Novix tree stands, and of course there's some there's some more in there that are coming or you know that we're we're working with and that'll be popping back up in the year. Um, but yeah, man, we just appreciate all you guys and supporting what we do and. Um, you know, anybody that came up and talked to us at ATA was, it was very flattering and, and very, very weird for us, but we appreciate it. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. So let's just get to these. We'll cut the BS. Um, hope you enjoy them. Hope uh, you want to check out some of these products and, uh, yeah, rapid fire blast the podcast three shot burst. Hope you like it. Well, boys, first podcast of ATA, and I feel 2022. like twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-two. We didn't get to do ATA last year, really. No, yeah, they did it virtually. But uh, Kurt Geyer here, Eric Common, Austin Chandler, and our guest Darren Uter. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Chase th- threw you into the wolves with us, I think, on that's, this one. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So, But it's kind of funny because, Austin, you guys met a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, with the Hunt Wars crew, right? That's yeah. how did all that go down? Because you guys didn't know each other at all prior to that, right? No. Nope, nope. So basically, yeah, Hunt Wars got a hold of me and, and uh, Baku, and they're like, hey, we're doing a uh, hunt with you guys. So... Call Austin. That's exactly the way it went. So that's kind of, I think that's a, yeah. I think, I think that's the kind of way. And we've never met, so and I don't meet a stranger, so it kind of. Well, it didn't take long to establish a connection there. You got a couple farm boys from yeah. the Midwest that love to hunt big whitetails, so we hit it. We hit it off right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then the the boys there are using your products, mm-hmm. which I'm not real real familiar with, but I definitely know of them from. Mm-hmm. Hunt Wars and, you know, working yep. with Redline Marketing. Yep. But um, I'm a big e-bike advocate after sure. this past season. Like, I think I hunted one time for Whitetails without it, and I've kind of been on a rampage yeah. <laughs> about how much I love e-bikes. It's one of those things I didn't think I was going to love it. You don't know you need it until you use it. It's, right. It's, yeah. a, it's a phenomenal tool. I yeah. mean, I just, that's, I've become that guy that's, yeah, I can't do without one. It yeah. sounds kind of crazy, but. Once you have that tool, you just yep. yeah. I think a lot of people compare them to like four wheeler or mm-hmm. e bike. Like, what if I could buy a four wheeler for about the same price as? But they don't really they don't do the same thing. No. They don't, yeah, they don't do the same thing because the, the guys that say that just don't know. Yeah. They probably just never used one yeah, for right, that yeah, purpose. Right, but yeah. um, so like talking with Chase, I became this big. I was like a BMX kid, became an e bike guy all of a sudden for hunting. <laughs> and then Ch- talking to Chase about some of your setups mm-hmm. for the e bikes that you have, like the accessories. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a way to easily transport my bike because they weigh. I mean, some of them. What's the average weight of an e-bike? Seventy-five to eighty pounds. Yeah, that's heavy, yeah. really heavy. They are to heavy. get them in the back yeah. of a pickup. It's kind of mm-hmm. it can be a pain in the butt mm-hmm. if you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking up regular bike racks and stuff, and to find one that's rated for the weight of an e-bike is like impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. But then there's not one like designed for a hunting application for what you need. So then talking with Chase about what you guys are doing, I'm like. Oh, dude, this is going to be nuts because this is what I've been looking for. Right. Yep. So, if you want to, wherever you want to start. Sure, sure. So, basically, um, our concept with uh, we 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 have forerunner blinds, and you know that's a mobile concept of getting a blind out there that's sturdy and be able to move around. Because I'm a wind guy, and I'm a guy that likes to move. I mean. Um, I, I think I've told Austin before, I just like to kill stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sound kind of rude, but I just like to kill stuff. So, yeah. so in my mind, you know, when we build these products, it's like what helps Darren 
be successful or other people that are part of mm-hmm. of my family, my kids, everybody, help them be successful. Not only that, to um, on the on the ground blind thing, I guess before we get into the trailer deal, you know. Um, there is nothing more adrenaline pumping than having a deer look at you 30, 45 yards from you. Yeah. And it's a, a buck, doe, whatever. I mean, that's in your sight zone, and you got to right. pull that off. Face, there is face to face, face, with to them. face man. Yep. It's yeah. an MMA fight. Yeah, right. it is, it is, it's going to go down. It's either going to work out or you're going to blow it blow it right, one or the other right. so so that that that's kind of daring the older style a little bit i'm kind of weird about that stuff i like to just that's part of my lifestyle from buck and bull stuff to everything else you know we yeah. kind of live on that edge anyway so right. anyway right. um but so you know we got that product and i was always trying to i wanted to come up with a product that we can pull pull um game out um, transport transport um, my e-bike so we come up mm-hmm. with the alpaca transport um, line is what we we call it and uh, basically it's uh, it'll carry two um, e-bikes and you slide it to the receiver hitch of your SUV your truck whatever cars anymore cars, yeah, yeah. yeah cars and then the wheels will flip up it's got a um, extendable tongue so you can pull that out to carry a canoe kayak um all all kinds of sources you know different stuff i mean it's kind of endless on what it what you can use it with and yeah you just pull it out and hook it on the back of your e-bike with our hookup hitch and roll with it so and i I think probably the question that's going to pop up is like an e-bike can pull a deer out Mm -hmm. we used it on two of them there for the hunt war shows it's incredible what you can do with those things yeah yeah I know with with the brand of bikes that we're using, they have 161 foot pounds of torque. Right, that's mm-hmm. a lot of torque. Yep. Even if you and I told Austin too, I think we've talked about it. Even if you have to walk it out, yeah, and you don't feel like getting on the bike, or you're kind of you know you're you're an older older person, which is fine. Yeah, you know, let that bike do the walk right. out. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a whole lot. I'm. I want to be a smart hunter, but I'm kind of lazy too. You know? <laughs> right, right. I, you know, hey, I'm, I'm out of shape. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, so. that, well, that's <laughs> kind of help. So, so you've got a bike that's you know you've got a bike there. You've got a trailer that's what 16 inches off the ground. You can flip your deer on and I mean yeah. hook it on and go. Oh, it I mean, yeah. it, it, it'll let the let the tool do it work for you. So I get I always joke around say I get like 12 hernias a year mm-hmm. during deer season from like doing just lifting deer mm-hmm. like an asshole mm-hmm. just because yeah. I'm just like let's get this thing out of here. Yeah, yeah. And then I, Try to throw the bag of the truck by yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. well yeah. You, you're dead, and I'm the same way, Kurt. You yeah. bear hugging something, and yep. you're yeah. flopping it up on a truck or something like that. You <laughs> and know, it always and falls it, off it at falls least once, and, and then, then you have a raging cussing fit, and yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> then your intestines hurt yeah, really yeah, weird. Exactly. <laughs> no. so, but, but that's yeah. that's kind of where our, our the trailer aspect the uh, alpaca started from. So yeah. that's something I've been working on for about a year, and then and was, you can get it with its own shock system. Uh, yep. So it's independent shock system on it. So it um, goes over bumps. They all, yep. which Austin, you would have seen that. Um, that yeah, it just floats across. It's pretty slick. It's genius, it's, actually. It's, it's, so I like how much thought went into it. You know, yeah. just making it go into your receiver and the wheels mm-hmm. fold up, mm-hmm. and then you can yeah. use it as the bike storage or a deer rack. Or, yeah, yes. you know, it's very versatile. And 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 then I, you know, I got guys that you know, it, it's not even. So I've got a couple buddies that yeah, they have. 
K&Ms and all that stuff. And they're like, we just want one of them so I don't have to lift that deer on the back oh, yeah, of the yeah, right. Like, they can just, they can actually pick that trailer up, sit in the back of their K&M, run out there, yep. and, and, and throw their deer on, on yeah. the trailer without even busting a gut right. you know? so so you know it, it's kind of evolved to that thing or even the lake house i've got a couple guys that got them at the lake house now mm-hmm. just to carry wood around to the fireplace and oh yeah just for sure yeah. Stuff like oh that's that, awesome so. for that i would use it all the time like i didn't think about just i already have a side by side sure i didn't think about like the additional accessory mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. i don't know this is seeing this stuff gets me i, I don't know I, it's hard to get me excited now for every ata because i feel like it's kind of the same products, but like maybe a little twist on things mm-hmm, here and there. Mm-hmm. But this is a, you know, more specific use application mm-hmm, right. for hunting. Yeah. Yeah. I get excited like this though because I'm a welder fabricator yeah. for my day job. So oh, yeah, brother. I'm looking at it like, man, they yeah. put some thought into this yeah. thing. I, you I could probably it. teach me something because <laughs> I'm just kind of a shop junkie. So right, right. yeah, it's it's yeah. Well, th- this is one of those things that gets me excited because it's like I will have a like almost daily practical use for it. for something like this yep. rather than just buying something and maybe using it once a year mm-hmm. like like yeah, yeah I'm hard on the e-bikes and so I'd be hard on all that stuff but I'm using it you know mm-hmm. I'm actually using it so and I had you know I had a couple guys here the other day told me hey you know you even in California taking surfboards out to the beach you know just oh, yeah. stuff like that you yeah. know it, it, it that all can happen on that trailer yeah. so yeah you probably yeah. don't advise this, but I can already see I'm going to get one of those and put a thermos in it, in it <laughs> put my daughter in there and buzz around the yard there in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you do what you want to do. Put a ratchet strap yeah. over her yeah. lap. I get a racing seat from there work, we can strap it on there and pull <laughs> each other around. There, you go. there we go. Yeah. See how we can get hurt with it. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you do sure. have another product out that we haven't talked about yet that made me smile. So what's the what's the name of the golf bag holder? I was just going to bring that, but I don't know if we could talk about it or not because we've seen it on the floor yesterday. <laughs> we call that the Alpaca Mini Golf. So I've got an accessory that, that slips on the back of our um, hookup hitches. And it's got two beer cooler holders on Most it. Most important feature you have. Yes, yeah. yes, that's and they're chrome too, Austin. Yeah, you know, I saw yeah. it. I was checking yeah. it out. Did you? Okay. Oh yeah, we looked so, at it. Yeah, I did. Don't you see it? So yeah, it's got two chrome beer holders on it you know or whatever and then yeah you put your golf bag on there and go golfing the funny thing with that whole deal it kind of that's what actually some buddies of mine were talking about that like they they go golfing i don't do a lot of golfing anyway and, and they're like man if you could figure out how to get that bike on the golf course and i said done i said we can do that and they're like no you can't i said yeah we can so i went and out in the shop there again the junkie that i yeah. am and welded a bunch of stuff up, cut stuff out, and the first one didn't look very pretty. These are very pretty now. But anyway, long story short, they work very good to run your golf cart, golf clubs around. But uh, we have discovered that um, I've had guys take them to Montana, New Mexico on elk hunts, and man, you can put a quarter on that sucker oh, and strap yeah. it in and go. Yeah. And and then you got whoa, that's... yeah, it blows your mind. Like 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 we're talking. Um, Shed season, elk antlers, yeah, uh, all kinds of stuff. You strap that on the back of that bike like that. Mm-hmm. Then that, that too, you don't have to worry about the trailer behind yeah, you. If you're in the you don't have to worry about stuff. the trailer. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's awesome. That is. Uh, I had my brother. They went to my brother and a couple of his buddies went to Montana, and I don't know if I told Austin this or not, but um, they went up to uh, some high grizzly country mm-hmm. and uh, took fence posts and electric wire and everything to set up around the camp. Packed it all on the back of that mini alpaca. Oh damn. Went right up the mountain with it, and 
had all the posts and the bar and everything Just strapped like, to the The uses that you can do with like e-bikes and mm-hmm. now like this mm-hmm. accessory line is it's, insane. It's crazy yeah. how much and, shit. And that's, that's kind of what drives me a little bit is because it's stuff that I want to use and if I want to use it, I hope somebody else wants to use it and I just right. want to get people out there and have a fun time with no stress. I feel right. like, the, I mean, it's stressful and uh, I should say it's it's stressful, but it's stressful a little bit to to kill something anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. they're a wild animal. That's mm-hmm. what God yeah. created them to be was to be wild, and, and you know you got survive. lots. <laughs> of, yeah, and you got a lot of factors that go into that. Yeah, hunt a lot of pressure, and a lot all of that. pressure. And shoot, if if I can pack something up there that makes things a little easier for this out of shape guy, <laughs> right, then right. I want to do it. So yeah, that's yeah. just kind of well. Not only that, like the bear setup thing. That's just uh, mm-hmm. that's a little extra added security because mm-hmm. you want. Sometimes that's where the big animals live, is yep. where there's grizzlies, yep. and if you can, I don't know, I just, I never thought of, like, uses like that. Mm-hmm. I'm always just thinking, like, whitetail base, like, in and right. out to my spot, yeah. like, entry and exit is quiet, and, and then getting the deer out mm-hmm. conveniently. I All this a, extra stuff is new to me. Yeah, I had it, so, and which my brother was, they, they actually warned him, they said, man, you when he drew that tag, they're like, you're going in the big grizzly country just actually you know be careful about that so yeah i packed a solar charger in there and put it in buckets and and uh they had wire and post and went up set up camp and had no problem i mean they had bears all over them but they <laughs> wouldn't come into camp and That's uh, awesome. so so yeah just kind of that stuff and then you know i had a buddy the other day you know he he got a set up and um he puts buckets on there with his mineral and stuff and mm-hmm. buzzes out oh there. yeah you know just there's, yeah. there's different didn't aspects. even think about that for like big time stuff you, you know, know to get it out there yeah just so yeah. much easier to just carry a bag stuff, at a time you know <laughs> and you can strap a 50 pound bag on there yeah. you know you, you you there'll be a trick to it you're gonna learn you're gonna have to balance your bike and different stuff like that sure but yeah it, 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 it's stuff that can be done and Shoot, we oh, put yeah, people man. on the moon all the time, so we can <laughs> right. figure this stuff out. So <laughs> right, that's yeah. just kind of a deal. If Jeff Bezos can hit, that's get into space. That's exactly that's right. right. You can put a bag of big time in the back yeah, of your that's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly right. That's so, so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I never. I don't know. Like for some reason, I never really thought of. I don't know. It's obvious now that you say it. I'm like, oh man, there's like endless uses for mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only that is like. Just put a case of beer back there and sure. buzz over to your buddies. You bet. Buzz over to the neighbors. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. the best one. That's the best one. Yeah, you put, put a keg on there. Yeah, yeah you could. Yeah. I bet you could. Oh, man. We're yeah. having a block party tonight, boys. <laughs> I bet you could. <laughs> Tap up by your handlebars. Yeah. <laughs> how, how good do the beer holders actually work when you're buzzing down the road? They work very good. You can ask Chase about that, too. Chase would have a little. He's done a little drinking and driving. I, I, I would say so. Drinking and driving. So. This is the thing, though, because Kurt wants to try golfing, but I think we can get him going if we have have it on his e-bike well we could do oh, that yeah. we, could, we could make it happen <laughs> the thing is i think i'll do more like screwing around on like the little golf hills on the bike that will like actually golfing our, our golf course is weird about bringing an e-bike on <laughs> yeah what's no that no like? so so um we did a, a photo shoot at a big golf course kind of around des moines area and um they have no problems with them at all in fact um we have been in contact with a couple golf course just for management purposes very i mean you you have the the Oh, golf carts, they're a higher, I don't know, maintenance maybe a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. where, you know, you got, you put somebody on a bike, they can chase a bull one way and another guy can go the other way and if two buddies saying, well, I got to go over here, find your ball out of the weeds here, you know, and yeah, get yeah. you started, you know, and that, so, so we've had several um, manage, managers contact us about getting 
a, a fleet of bikes and actually doing that. Just, yeah. just, just, yeah. just because it speeds up your your playthrough time and yeah, then yeah. your maintenance wise and stuff like that. But no, and they're, they're a lot lighter than a golf cart they too, are, for the you're, grass. You're going to do less less structural damage. damage. Right. Now the only thing they did say if it gets really wet. You know, we're a four-inch tire versus a little wire, wire tire. Yeah, they yeah. might hold us off, but yep. I have had nothing but great positive feedback about That's it. That if, makes you sense. A, if you have a little water, you might have that streak up your back. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to have, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you know, and, shoot, I... I'll, I'll tell you probably right up front. Somebody's going to be drinking a little bit too much anyway, and they're going to ditch the thing. But. <laughs> OTOTB is what they call that yeah, over the yeah, bar. Yeah, hey, how, exactly. how many golf carts have gotten that, rolled over I mean, that? Yeah, that's exactly right. I was just talking to a guy last night, or, and he was talking about, we were talking about funny things on golf courses, and he was talking about how he rolled two of them. Well, shoot, you know. <laughs> you ever rolled a golf cart? So. No, but I've seen one rolled in person, and it was... It was scary. Oh, really? <laughs> well, they're so light, they just kind of blow up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, then there's, there's limbs sticking yeah. out. You don't know if he's under it. It's, yeah. it was weird. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, yeah. So you're a smart dude, obviously, um, with what you're making for e-bikes. Sure. Like, you're a pr- practical thinker. But you're also a big buck killer. Well, yeah, we try. You're showing sure. us some pictures of some just a stud buck that... I mean, how old was that deer? So, so that he was he was nine, um, nine years old. Yep, nine years old. So, yeah. Did, did we cover everything you want to cover up as far yeah, as the accessories yeah, go? No. I didn't want to jump too quick. No, but. no. If you guys, yeah, shoot, um, look us up. We're at forerunnerblinds.com or okay. shoot us an email or something like that. Info awesome. at forerunnerblinds. We can. Yeah, we'll link all that, that in the episode so, description so yeah. we'll find all that. But no, yeah. Um, so I had an opportunity to shoot several nice deer in my lifetime. Um, and you know, you get, I, I've told Austin, and you, I don't know, you get to the point in your life where you you shoot that great one, and I don't want to say, I've been very blessed, put it that mm-hmm. way, very blessed. But you, it's, it makes it a little easier to wait on that age class, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, you're five, six. Well, if I give him one more year, what's he going to be like? Like, I really don't have to kill him now. As long as I'm shooting some does, got meat in the freezer for my family. Yeah. That's. I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at in life right now. Yeah, I get that. And I like to see people have that opportunity to go out. Or how can I provide that opportunity to somebody to go shoot a good deer? Right. You know, right. And, and you're yeah. blessed enough, like me, we have big enough tracks that we yeah. can actually afford to pass mm-hmm. some deer and probably see them the following year. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And I don't take any of that for granted. I do not take because there's people out there that, that grind it out on public. And, and kudos to you guys for doing that because that right. is freaking awesome mm-hmm. that is awesome and uh um, sure. but, but but i i will say about public land we do live in a place where where we live at we got some of the best public ground in iowa i mean yeah. there's bruisers kentucky Bru- we say the other state we well, don't have it we, yeah, we, we got beat up the other day at a bowl game so i should be careful anyway <laughs> <laughs> um but 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 anyway it, it we have some really really good um public ground there and it's great about iowa it's and, a, within 10 miles each way of my house. There's public yeah, they just need to change it so non-residents can hunt your guys' estate no, every year. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Well, I mean, I share the wealth, right? You guys are blessed. Hey, let the non-residents We are have. sharing the wealth. I'm giving you info, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, yeah. okay. But, but no, getting back to my double drop suit, I, I, ch- I chased that deer for four years. And, um, yeah, you know, he was just a little bitty... The farm's 100, about 200 acres, lived in a literally 35-acre chunk. And um, the night I killed him was the first time I seen him on, on the hoof. Of course, we had trail camp pits. In four and, years. In four years. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. He was, he was a ghost. And it wasn't that I didn't try. Like, we worked. 
and, and it got to be where I would literally set up cameras and we'd get where he'd um, make his rounds. And it was it was one of them deals. I knew every year after three years he'd come back to the same alfalfa field, always the end of November. I mean, he'd rut hard, and then end of November I'd have four or five days there where he was daylighting consistently, mm-hmm. and which of course is a is a food thing. And, yeah, and we have right. a lot of alfalfa. We farm and raise cattle and stuff, so we have a lot of alfalfa. We need that. And I found in my life, uh, during my life here, I guess hunting and everything, alfalfa is king. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I like corn and beans, but alfalfa, I truly believe alfalfa is king. Now, if you can get a good alfalfa patch, man, you can raise some good deer. Mm-hmm. And and anyway, he would he would show up about the last four or five days there in November and just pound that alfalfa, and that's actually the way we killed him. And 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 I went out basically. I am. So back up a little bit. Two years prior to that, when we, when I killed him, I had a cousin of mine actually shoot shoot him and deflected off his drop ton and split his <laughs> ear and went to the back of his neck. And you know, how long and, did he cry for? Oh, he was. Oh, he probably still cries, oh, right? He was. We Hell, you were probably crying worse. I, I was. Well, it, well, it was kind of funny because I I kept telling him I was, and my brother was hunting with him too, and I was like, man, you guys can't kill that deer. I'm, I'm going to go in and I'm just. You guys are off. I'm just going to go kill that deer. I mm-hmm. said I'll get it figured out, and 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 I, I don't mean to be cocky sound, but I was like, you guys have been on that deer. It's about my turn. So I, yeah. I um, you got your chance. Yeah, you got, got your chance. You yeah. know, and, and so December 27th, he shed it off, and I got pictures of him, and he, you know, no horns or nothing like that. And I'm Do you think he shed early? Just because, I think so because of that, that, that infection wound. and just that yeah, wound, yeah, that makes and, sense. And uh, so then the next year, he shrunk down to basically a, a, a big monster ten. And then the following year is when I he he blew back up two drop times, a bunch of trash, and just got that two hundred and twenty inch frame, just just a, just a pig. But but that that hunt, I tell you how how it was a deal. So I'm I'm. Facing the the west, towards the west, and the sun's going down. It's about 3.30, I should say, going down. But it's setting, you know, and mm-hmm. alfalfa's running north and south there on that. On that it's about a 10-acre field in a little patch of woods, and I'm sitting right up there on the line. And had some does come out, and, I mean, they're 15, 20 yards. I mean, they're eating, coming right up by the tree, and everything's good. And I had a couple bucks. I was like, man, this is going to happen today. And I just texted Kevin, and my brother, and I said, I think I'm going to kill that deer because I had pictures of him that morning going through there. Mm-hmm. And, so he's uh, close. So I knew he was close. He's like, close. Dude, he was, he was within probably 300 yards of my tree where i was at i was like this deer's in here and, and can i go back just real sure, quick yeah. i don't, I, no, I don't like ahead, where you're at but you said in four years he didn't leave 35 acres i know he probably well left he probably but did but but that that was his deal that right. was like okay. his, his core deal. area the, the only back let's let me back up and, and when he had the single drop back in four years when we found that deer he started showing up um I found him on a farm. I went back in pictures because oh, I've got a couple of the deer that's got a couple of drops, and so I think they're related. So I'm a I'm a history guy. So mm-hmm. I start digging through pictures and everything, and I went back here the other day, and we have a farm two miles from from us. Well, back behind our place, I think I've showed you Austin our place. Back behind there, I had a deer going through, and I had one one drop time. And I got, I, I pulled the picture up, and then, and, and this is in velvet, had one drop tie, and I pulled the picture up, and I have another picture, 
and uh, you can faintly see the other drop time. That was that deer that I killed that year, mm. and he had, he for you know that was two miles from where I killed him. Right. No kidding. So that was that was about the farthest I know that he'd ever gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was midsummer, you know, July. I don't right. know. He was just cruising. I, I'm assuming. You Interesting. Know. In that velvet yeah. stage too, they do weird stuff. They, they, they do. And, and but that's I went back and I pulled that picture up just because I had we were comparing deer pictures you know young stuff coming up and mm-hmm. things that luckily that are still alive and going right. so right. i was just i like to link all that stuff up yeah, kind of yeah it's fun deals but uh, but yeah so so otherwise he stayed right kind of in that area you know we've mm-hmm. got um you know of course we got neighbors too um but you know i guess mm-hmm. mom is a word on that deal so <laughs> um uh, you know that's so but uh yeah the, the, the afternoon i killed that deer this is how crazy it was so the the does are coming out and bucks are coming out and i look over and everything's good and look over to the north and have three coyotes coming i'm like oh, oh shit, no shit. no that's exactly right i'm yeah. like no way and the deer, of course, look up, do some snort, tails come up, and I was like, "Oh, we're done." Yeah, Coyotes yeah. clean the field, literally clean the field. Pack and up and go home. That, <laughs> I was, I put my Ozonics away, so I use Ozonics too. And through through the afternoon, though, I could hear something behind me, kind of breathing deep. You could hear it, not a snorting, but you could hear something was breathing, like they're smelling the ground. You know, as they come up yep. by your tree yeah. or whatever they're smelling. Yeah. But it was, it was. I was didn't dare move because I had deer around me, and I kept kind of looking out the corner of my eye. I was like, "Is there a deer behind me? There's got to be something there." And Were you in a tree stand or <laughs> ground no, line? Tree stand, tree stand. So, um, been in a tree stand, and so anyway, the, the does cleared out, the bucks cleared out, and then, and then of course, coyotes dinked around there in front of my tree stand, and uh, it was it was going south, and I was halfway, you know, I was just irritated anyway. <laughs> it was about four, yeah, it was about four o'clock, and I was like, eh, "I guess we're done." And I un- turned my Ozonics off, packing my, unzip my pack, and all of a sudden I heard this. And I looked back and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Coming right up, to his head was down, and I could see just a monster, just a rack. He was smelling, coming all by himself. I was like, you, you, you got to be kidding me. Could you tell it was him right away? <laughs> oh, dude, well, he's got that black, uh, kind of a black-brown spot on his head. I have to show you, he's really mm-hmm. old. And I and I could I didn't even look at the rack. I was like, oh my goodness, there he is. And we called him Hedge Ball because when we first got pictures of him, he had a hedge ball stuck in his drop time. Where I thought <laughs> he, had, he had a hedge ball, you know the hedge yeah, ball, yeah, that green thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what it and is. It was stuck in his drop time, like back when he was younger, three years prior to me shooting him. The, yeah. and, and that's he had he carried that around away in front of a couple of the cameras. That's all it is. And that's just that's that's what we named him. Never seen that one before. Yeah, yeah. yeah How does that happen? I reckon he was eating. I don't know, but yeah, he had a big old ball on him. That's so, hilarious. Just scraped it yeah. in the ground or right. eating or yeah. just stuck it. Yeah, just stuck <laughs> it. I guess. Right on. And, and <laughs> like a shish kebab. Yeah. Yeah. Save that for later. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. <laughs> He's going to reach back and take a bite of it. You know, he's, so, try, he's trying to cover up his scent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a, that was a snack. But actually, we got a bunch of hedge trees around there, and in the hedge balls, balls were dropping and stuff. And I reckon that's all his scrapes, and he was just you know. Yeah, that's around. hilarious. Though. But that so we named him hedge hedge. This is what we call him hedge balls. So anyway, long story short, I reached over, grabbed my bow, and I was like, Yoder, you cannot mess this up. Don't even look. Don't breathe. And I clearly, because I'm kind of that weird, 
way, I guess. And I and I don't know if you hunt some big deer like that. It's like they got a sixth sense, you know. Like mm-hmm. they are wired a little bit differently. Yeah, and they can like feel that you're there oh, in a weird it, way. It's unbelievable. Feel your presence. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is. And so as he's coming up, and I'm like, oh my goodness, he's going to come within five yards of my tree stand here, and. I've never seen this deer, like, literally in person. This is quite a deal. And I look back, I grab my bow, and I'm just holding it. I close my eyes and just listen. And I thought, as soon as I hear the crunch and stop or go by my tree, I'm going to just swing over because he's literally right there. So I pull back and I wait, and he stopped. And I thought, oh, good Lord. Is he looking at me? Don't look at me. (laughs) Don't look at me because, you know, that's going through my mind. And I waited just a little bit. And I'm at full draw, just waiting for him to he starts walking and walk like two or three more steps and stop. And I could tell sound-wise he, he's to my right and probably, yeah. you know, he's not looking at me. He's looking out the field. And I literally opened my eyes, and he was right there, and I just went. And, I mean, he just dropped. He went through his heart right out, right below his back, come out of his heart. And he went two steps and just fell over. Right no there. kidding. Like, oh, dude, he just, he just blew right out his heart. <laughs> you had been freaking out. Did oh, you jump dude, out of the tree or dude, what? I was so... So of course you know he's sitting I would there. chuck my bow no. as far as I could do it. Oh, that's one of those bow it, it, spike moments I talked about. I'm yep, like, I, I talked about like you have that type of moment. You killed the biggest mm-hmm. tree you ever killed. You just whip, take it by the bottom limb and just frisbee that oh, thing into the no, woods. It, 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 it gets better than that. It, so so this, just this, boomerang it. This, this is, it. It almost got like that. So anyway. He's over there, and of course, you know, he, he fin- I finished it. I mean, he, he died like he was doing his death yeah. death deal, you know. And I was like, is he going to get up? I better put another one in him. And I would have done the same thing. I put another one in him, and, and not like I'm a horrible guy here, I guess. I'm just, I'm human, but, 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 but it's yeah. like, yeah. It, it's like. Is he going to get up? I mean, I was shaking so bad because I had worked so hard for this deer. Yeah. And it was funny when my – so then, of course, my phone was dead. And, of course, I come down the tree, you know, and you fall like a baby and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, my – you know, you've got this deer here. So, of course, my phone was dead. So I went home and got my brother. And he's like – he looked at me. I come flying in the driveway. He goes, you killed him, didn't you? And I said, yep. Oh, I and bet then, you are doing a 1,000 oh, miles an dude, hour down the driveway. <laughs> Which, at that time, we drive old farm trucks, and I know I went sideways coming in the driveway, you know. It's just one of them deals. So, um, I can't, so he jumps in the truck with me, and he pulls up there, and he goes, well, looks like you made a pin cushion out of him. You know, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> a couple layers. The one of you, and I stuck another one in him. And yeah, there. Dude, I'm not going to lie, I would have double tapped, too. Well, yeah. that, oh, it was yeah. just, it was when just, in doubt, double tap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. I like it. That's, that's what, awesome. But, no, that's a little story of one of one of the the, the the hunting opportunities that i've been part of in my life and and uh i sure yeah if you ever get to that opportunity it's 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 um, i'm a very lucky blessed fortunate guy because um i know there's a lot of people that that uh, won't get that opportunity but yeah it's uh i don't take it for granted yep. yeah that's good that's i don't good. take it for granted fun so. to meet like-minded guys and as soon as i shook his hand and started talking to him i could tell he's just ate up with it like we are yeah, so, yeah. pretty yes, cool for it's, sure it's and, and you know we've had I've, I've had weird this this fall i shot a nice management uh, buck off of one of my farms and just a weird shady come 30 he was kind of a bully buck chasing a bigger buck around and and um so I chose to take him out, and, and uh, he come 30 yards, and I throttled him. He run 30 yards and fell over, kind of behind a pile of brush. And, and uh, I don't know, it was about 4 o'clock, my, my brother was hunting over a hill there on an alfalfa field. And I, I, uh, he texted me, he goes, oh, I texted him. I said, are you rattling? I mean, it was just crash. Yeah. I said, 
He goes, no. He said, I thought that's you. I said, dude, that ain't me. And I looked over, and the big buck that I wanted to kill had come back and locked horns with my dead buck on, no in, the, in the timber. Dude, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he was thrashing around, actually got him locked and was dragging him through the timber there, you know, so I couldn't get out of my tree stand. I was going to run away with my did buck. I, did <laughs> I tell you that story? Yeah, also, you know, yeah. And I was like, dude, are you serious? I was like, what Start in the chasing. world? He's going to steal my buck. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually what I thought, Eric. I was like, is this guy going to take off my deer? What's going on here? How hard did he drag him? Oh, he drug him a good 30 yards. No, no, he, oh, yeah, he was hooked up. Just and so, dead weight, too. Just dead weight. And, and so, so I was like, well, there's that deer's picking on my deer. So I jumped. I literally got out of my tree stand, grabbed my stuff, and I went running down through. I thought, oh, I've got to get him out. And he kind of seen me, and he was hooked up and couldn't get all, get away. Yeah. And he started dragging it further. Well, then he – so I've got a picture of a deer I'll show you guys. But I think it's, it's the one that was hooked up. He's got a broken tine, mm-hmm. and I'll show you pictures after the podcast. So you didn't have another tag at that time? I did. And I was shaking so much, I shot right over the back of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to leave that part out, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I did I have another time, was, actually. I was. Hey. I was. Hey. Thank you, Kurt, yeah. for doing that. Okay. I appreciate that. Sorry. See, I am human. I'm done here. I'm done here. Hey, just saying, that would have made this story so much better if you shot him locked up. Dude. <laughs> oh, Dude people would have hated you for it, too, in a weird way, know. you know? I know. And, and just, 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 well, and just for the record, I did text my brother and say, hey, get down here. You can shoot this deer. Yeah. Yeah. I, sure you did. And, and, I, and I did. I did. I said, dude, get down here. I said, this deer, I said. After he missed. After, well, no, this <laughs> is before. <laughs> this is before. Because the funny thing about it was, I was like, I was, I was like, ah, screw it. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, so I, and then I, I, I missed him and went right over his back. Oh. And that's when he did the old shake and it snapped and he took off. And I was like, yeah, I guess. That's I wild. So hey, cool selfish. experience. But anyway, that's that's a wild story we had this, this wow. year. So, that's anyway. hilarious. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. After you missed, text me, get down here, man. Yeah. Hey, can you come shoot this bug? Why did you shoot him? Yeah. I ran out of arrows. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's so awesome. Shows, yeah, I am human. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I it's love all it, good. And only Kurt would have to bring that up. So. That's my job. That's all right. That's I love my it. job. I love it. That's yeah, a little bit of fun. I'm like, man, you could have shot that other deer. He like left it all out. It's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, my that's bad. All good. That's no, a good story. No, it's all good. I don't shoot. I I miss more deer than I probably probably hit. So, yeah. um, I'm I'm human. So, yeah, so um, what kind of mount did you do on the on the big one? I always like to. I'm getting into like taxing questions. I'm just curious what so, guys do. So I had a so it, I had a close friend of mine. Um, he's on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Um, he was dying of cancer, and uh, he never mounted anything that big. And, mm-hmm. and I gave him the opportunity to do that. And uh, lived in Arkansas, and he won Arkansas State taxidermy and Mississippi State taxidermy. Cool. Took him around. And it was just a little thing. I wanted him to experience that. And he mm-hmm. never experienced that in his life. And Very cool. and he's like, "Dude, you seriously?" I said, "Do your work, man." And oh, you got the you got the the water droplets coming out of his nose, dude. It is jacked up. That's he's, awesome. It's jacked up. He's it's a half turn on his. You know, he's turning and. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's jacked Did up. you put any hedge balls around the mouth? No, I got my arrows stuck in there, and so it's on an old post. It's all, all, all five of them? <laughs> no, it wasn't all of them. But yeah, I've got my arrows stuck in there because that's where that arrow goes. And then, Just a loaded quiver. Yeah. 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 And, and, and it's funny because I'm not a bow junkie like some guys are, but you know, I, I get along with what I got. And it was an old bear bow that had given to me, and I've shot so many great deer with that bow. And everybody's like, why don't you get rid of that bow? And, you know, I've got Matthews and stuff like that. I said, dude, that, that bow is like, that's sacred. 
It's like an old farm it, truck it when you've been driving I mean, for so long. Just, good luck on that. You can't get that, rid of it. That's the deal. You can't get rid of it. So no, I've no. got it hung up. And it's just, it's, I mean, I'm kind of sentimental about some of that stuff. I am too. I'm the same just, way. It, 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 you know, you kill them great deer, and that deer is, that's not the only deer that Bo's killed. It's killed several of my other good deer. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a, uh, I've been, an opp- I've been fortunate to, to shoot several drop time bucks. And, um, I've got, we got a buck that I, we call an anniversary buck. So I was supposed to take my wife out for our anniversary and it was all going to be good. So you got married during deer season, what you're telling us. Mm-hmm. October 4th. <laughs> it was planned out, you know, it was really thought out. Yeah. So, yeah. October 4th. Yeah. It, no, no, it's all good. It's all, no offense. I, you're so good. So anyway, it was early in the afternoon. I told her, I said, she goes, well, let's go out. We got a local restaurant there and, and uh, we'll go grab steak or something. I said, yeah, whatever. That's fine. And, and uh, <laughs> whatever. We, that's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> we just, yeah. Um, after the hunt. Right? After the hunt. After the hunt. This right. is thank you, Austin. After the hunt. Um, but what I didn't realize is, and, and I knew this nice drop. He was coming out, and he was my first drop time that I've ever shot. And uh, like he goes one seventy six, something like that. And shoot, I was there again. I was kind of. I was looking at my watch. Well, it's about you know. It's I should be getting home, and, and this is actually October fourth, and. Uh, so I was getting out of my tree stand and look over. Here comes this buck. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" So my brother would tell me, "Tell you guys too if he was here." Like I can pull. I've been able to pull off some stuff. So I just kneeled on the ground. This deer literally walked twenty yards around the tree, and I just pulled back and let him have it. <laughs> right off the ground. So let him have it. Well, then I shot a deer, and then I called my wonderful wife and said, "Hey, hon, we might be a little late." And she was all good about it about 8 o'clock, though. But Bless her heart. Yeah, she was all good about it. I, I That's got, awesome. We're going to put dinner off for a little bit. Yeah, I, I have a great See, wife, if you would so. have had your your whole setup, your system back then, I don't know how long ago that was. but That was, that was several years ago. Oh, yeah, it would have been... It would have been a big deal. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, wouldn't have been no big deal at all. And that's kind of where my ideas are just trying to build stuff to be more efficient. Or, yeah, you yeah. Know. And I'm a family guy and friend guy. I love hanging out with dudes and taking kids out. And yeah, just sure. Yeah, I just like to do that stuff. It's kind of where my life is right now. It's just I almost get more satisfaction doing that than actually getting, yeah, I mean, I can, I can kill a doe all day long as far right. as I'm concerned. Really, I, I mean, mm-hmm. um I, I've had great opportunities, and I know I'll get more opportunities. But man, it's it's about this next generation or getting people out there. Because mm-hmm. if we don't, as an industry, yeah, we can kiss this thing goodbye. Yeah, right. I mean, right. just, that's the way I feel about it. Yeah, so, so, no, I think that's spot that's, on that's too. Just the deal. Well, you got a so. bunch of awesome stories, man. I think uh, you probably do for a visit to our actual studio, to where yeah. we can have unlimited time to just. Love BS be and drink a couple beers. And yeah, that'd be fun. That'd do it the fun. right way. Yeah, that'd the, be fun. The trade show ATA podcasts are fun, but we're always constricted by time yeah. here. So those well, ones we can cut back and just get into every detail and any story we want. So it's a lot more fun. But this is still fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. thanks for having me. I really yeah. appreciate it. So Yeah, of course. I, yeah. I, like thanks for sharing I, you know, the products out. and the deer stories. Yeah. The deer stories are fun. Yeah, so. you bet you. Awesome. Well, if anybody what? wants to find you anywhere, where can they locate you? Um, basically, uh, if you're here at the show, we're at booth 3949. Um, otherwise, shoot me a, an email at info at uh, forearmblinds.com. Look us up on that. We're on Instagram, Facebook, 
Cool. That stuff. So look it up on the Googles. Look yeah, it up on the, the Google machine. Yeah, we'll tag yeah. all that stuff on this episode, yeah. so it's easy so, for people yeah, to find. Yeah. So well, cool. I'm out there. I lead. I, I try to lead kind of a quiet life. You guys are probably that's kind of a joke, but anyway, <laughs> right. I try to mind my business. So I'm not. A, I'm hey. not throwing pictures out there all over the place. So it's kind of hard to find me a little bit. But hey, that's not so bad. Th- there's there's emails. So hey, right. the internet's the devil. It is. Right. Right. It can be. It can be. It's the it devil. Can be. It, can, it can be. It can be. Well, awesome, yeah. man. Thank you so much. Thank, right, thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Go shoot your bow. We love you. search for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv